For over 10 years, Grammarly has been powered by AI technology that you trust and rely on. With one click, you and your team can easily brainstorm, rewrite, and reply quickly with suggestions based on your context and goals. More than 30 million people rely on Grammarly to help them with their writing today. From important emails to send, cover letters to submit, or presentations to finalize, you'll be amazed at what you can do with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Una de las especies más peculiares del mundo latino es el Padreus protectorus, que vive colgado encima de sus hijos como un koala. Vamos contigo por si le pasa algo a tu auto. Mamá, voy a estar bien. Pero este instinto sobreprotector se está extinguiendo, porque State Farm está ahí las 24 horas y los necesitas. Así que los padres finalmente están soltando a sus hijos a la naturaleza. ¡Nos mandas fotos! Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. Llama para obtener una cotización hoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Adventures in Prophecy with Jared Lasky. I'm so excited for what God has in store for each and every one of you. I'd like to encourage you guys, before I introduce my two amazing guests who are great friends of mine, please feel free to pick up your copy of the Spirit Empowered Journal available on Amazon.com or even my website, FirebornMinistries.com. It's an amazing Bible study. It gets you talking directly to the wonderful Holy Spirit, and even engaging in the scripture. So please feel free to purchase it on firebornministries.com, on amazon.com, or wherever you, what whatever country you're at, your local Amazon store. So please feel free for that. And even subscribe to Adventures in the Spirit podcast, available on the Charisma Podcast Network, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. But tonight I have a very special episode, a very special episode with two of my great friends. Some of you already know Scott Gilbert of, of Firestorm United. He He's an amazing guy, one of my best friends. It's amazing what God is doing in him and through him. And then our mutual friend, Ben Kirk, Scott and Ben uh, met through Power and Love events, and they have an incredible testimony to share today. They have amazing equipping for you. So I hope that you enjoy this time. Please share this. If you could watch now, you could watch later, but please share it on your stream, on your Facebook. And here it is. Here is Ben Kirk and Scott Gilbert. Hey, guys. Welcome to Adventures in Prophecy. Thanks. What's going on, brother? Hey, so uh, a lot of our audience already knows who Scott Gilbert is, uh, but Scott, would you mind just giving a, a quick bio about yourself? Just if anybody is not acquainted with you, let them know who you are and who God's created you to be. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a son, you know, and uh, I've been a believer since I was a little boy, um, full-time ministry, teaching the Bible, all that stuff, and uh, for 30 years. Uh, I've been a son for about two years, though, and I'll tell you, it's really, really different um, when you know who you are, who Jesus paid a price for you to be, and then when you activate and start moving in who he says you are, um, that's just, just a thrilling Christian life is completely different than anything that I had ever done before. So uh, we're just going to talk about stuff the Lord is doing to encourage you guys to get out there. You know, a lot of us can't go to church now because of the lockdowns. Um, but you know what? We can be the church. And that's what my buddy Ben and I are going to talk about just to encourage you to what does that look like? 
to go be the church instead of do church. Amen. I love it. And Ben, I met Ben through you in Orlando, Florida for The Send, a life-changing event. And I was just in Ohio a few weeks ago, and God used Ben mightily. So Ben, Kirk, would you mind introducing yourself for our audience? Well, hey, everyone. Um, You know, I'm Ben Kirk. (laughs) I live in Ohio. God put me on this path uh, to to meet Scott um, all the way across the pond in London, London, England, the end of uh, 2018, and come to find out that uh, we were at the first uh, uh, or our first uh, Power and Love in uh, in in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, a few months prior to that, but we had no clue. So um, it's just a testament to how God is putting people together. And he's bringing his bride together so the bride can also bring the rest of the bride as a whole together. And uh, so we can be woken up and put our dress on and get ready for the honeymoon. Amen. I love it. So, hey, earlier today, Scott, can you share what God did today at Mount Trashmore in Virginia Beach? Sweet. Yeah. So. You know, guys, the idea, though, is that the Lord wants to use you every single day. So I just got to do a a disclaimer. I'm not special. I'm not like some uniquely anything. I'm just a normal Christian. So everything you're going to hear today um, for me and Ben and Jared, I'm telling you, we are just like you. So this is not for the spiritually elite. This is for everybody. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the word says the very spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in you. And you can then go and you can move in the same sort of things that the Lord did, not because you're uniquely special or holy or anything, but because that's what he paid a price for, for you to move in the same authority. That's why Jesus said, go and do greater things than I'm, I've done. So Jared and I, we had a, you know, people are all dealing with, uh, you know, this COVID thing in different ways. And a lot of people are really stressed out sitting at home. Uh, stressed out about not being able to go to church. You know, in our state, it's actually a criminal offense, punishable by a year in jail to uh, to gather in groups larger than 10, even in church. So Jared and I this morning decided, let's go walk around. Um, you know, it's like a big park in Virginia Beach here. Just the two of us just go walk around. We actually met two other friends while we were doing that. And the, the idea is let's just go and prayer walk. You can totally do that. Um, so we went and did a prayer walk and we walked all around Mount Trashmore in Virginia Beach. And uh, in that process, you know, we just prayed blessings on a lot of people and everyone was kind. But there happened to be um, a, a ministry team of ours that was um, playing praise music at this church right across like this little roadway from the park. So they're jamming and it was awesome. And there were some folks that were just leaning up and listening to the music. So uh, we were able to contact them and say, hey, we're just walking around praying for people. Can we pray a blessing on you? And there are these two women, um, you know, fully grown adults. And they, they said, yes. I mean, everybody is really cool. Yes. So we didn't get close. You know, we stayed our six feet or whatever you got to do. And uh, prayed a blessing on them. Prayed that they'd be filled with the presence of the Lord because he loves them so much. And, uh, and then after, you know, they thanked us. And I said, hey which one of you has back pain? Which one of you has back problems? And I'll tell you, you know what? I didn't have a word of knowledge. I didn't have a, 
uh, a sympathy pain in my own back. It just kind of came out. <laughs> and, and I thought after it's out there, you know what it's like when you like say something and you're like, it's out there, you can't bring it back. Well, that happened. So the uh, one of the women said, oh, well, totally me. I have back pain all the time. Uh, praise God. You know, once you step out in faith, the Lord shows up. So uh, Jared and I were there and prayed to the lady. She had back pain. She said, I have back pain all the time. That's why I walk. And I said, well, what's your pain like right now? So here's a teaching aid. Find out what their physical pain or their issue is right then. You know, zero. I give them a zero to 10 scale, just like when you go to the doctor or something. Zero is no pain. 10 is like the worst pain you've ever had. So I said to this lady, her name was Debbie. Hey, so what are you at right now? Zero, no pain, 10, the worst pain. And she said, actually, I'm about a four right now. That's why I walk around because it keeps the pain down. But I'm in pain all the time. So uh, we prayed into it, commanded the back to be healed on the authority of Jesus Christ, commanded all pain to go. Uh, I don't hedge when I pray for healing. Jesus said, go heal the sick. Matthew 10.8. He never said pray for the sick. He said heal the sick. So it's a high bar. Um, and you can't do anything on your own. It's him living in you that does it. So you can get out of your own head. Uh, and uh, we prayed for this lady. Asked her, what's your pain like now? She looks at her friend, kind of confused and elated. And said, and I said, you know, don't don't hurt yourself, but you know, move around. Try to do something that would have bothered you before. And she's twisting and turning and bending. And uh, she says, it's gone. It's a zero. I said, now don't be nice to me. You know, you're not gonna see me again, probably, but what do you really have? Is it what's in? She's like, no, really, it's a zero. So the Lord still heals people, he still touches people. But like I've learned from my good friend Ben here, uh, it makes him the Lord be happy to use his kids to to touch his heal his other kids. Amen. So yeah, that happened today. That's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome to be there to be an eyewitness to what Jesus is doing and encouraging our friends, Roberta, you know, Jessica, encouraging people and seeing what God's doing in them and through him. The atmosphere in the spirit realm has changed. You know, we need to keep loving people, loving people well, but Hey, we've got Scott Gilbert of Firestorm United and Ben Kirk here on adventures in prophecy right now. And you guys have some amazing stories about what God did in you, through you, around you in Israel. So, uh, can you guys jump on in and, and let us know what God did through you in Israel? Yeah. So, you know, Ben, I'll just start and then you just jump. Yeah. Want, buddy. So um, Ben and I were in Israel a year ago. So if you know on Facebook, you know how you turn on Facebook and it's like, here's your memories from a year ago, three years ago or whatever. Well, this memory just came up on my Facebook from one year ago. And Ben, you remember we were actually in the Garden of Gethsemane. So if you haven't been to Israel, just to appreciate the fact there's lots of gardens of Gethsemane. There's not just one. There's three or four or five. I don't know which one's the right one. It doesn't really matter. But we were in a Garden of Gethsemane, and we met this. Uh, here's a picture of us. Uh, we met the gardener, a uh, Muslim man. His name was Mahmoud. Ben, you remember this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What do you remember man. that picture right there? I love, I got to tell you, dude, I love the hoodie because you're looking really sharp right there. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you 
what do you remember from a year ago in the Garden of Gethsemane with Mahmoud? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not even sure exactly how it all kind of got started. It, well, I know how it got started. It got started in love. It was all everything's rooted in love. Everything that that we do as a believer, as a follower of Christ, has to be rooted in love. And if it's rooted in love, then it ju it just flows. So I'm not sure exactly how we made contact. Um, um, knowing you, being the the uh, the extrovert, I'm, I'm sure that you uh, approached him first. And um, yep. but. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that happened. It doesn't really, it doesn't matter, but um, he, he was having issues and, and um, we asked if we could pray for him and, and you can, you can fill in the details if you'd like. So we're in this group of like 90 people and Ben and I are hanging in the back, just kind of hurting and making sure everybody's taken care of in the garden of Gethsemane. And so the, the, the gardener dude is in the back. Now this is a Muslim man in Israel and uh, Ben, who is, amazingly gifted at just extending the love of Jesus like nobody I've ever met in my life. It's, it's just amazing to watch the Lord pour out of him. So Ben, I remember you connecting and making friends with this man and he right. takes us into this little, it's like a little shack where he's got his tools. He's a gardener and uh, he makes us coffee, right? Yeah. Of course, and it was pretty cold and fairly, it was nice to have a hot drink. So I remember saying to this guy, um, well, you know, clearly we're Christians because we're here in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, can we pray for you? And this Muslim man was very thankful. He absolutely received it. There was no weirdness. In fact, I was really impressed when we were over there, Ben, uh, of the openness of the Muslims to receive prayer in Jesus' name. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that's where that the whole love, the whole love thing comes in because we were all created to love and we are already all created to be loved. So when you come with the sincerity of love, it's just a natural, it's just, it's, it's just, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're talking, so we prayed for this man. I think his name is Mahmoud. And, uh, and when we're done, I said, Hey man, do you have any pain in your body? And he very clearly articulates and it was, it's kind of personal. He uh, explained that he had a lot of pain, like serious, like level of 10, in his abdomen uh, and it bothered him every single day. And okay, so I remember we prayed into that and uh, in Jesus name commanded the body to be healed and didn't ask him to check it, just left him with that. And don't you know that the Lord in his goodness doesn't let you see a lot of the miraculous, I think it's actually healthy for us because if we saw everything he's doing, it would change us. I think it would. So the word says that these signs will follow those who believe um, in my name. They'll cast out devils and, you know, the, the sick will be healed and, and all that. But they follow us. They're not like right in front of us. So we didn't see anything with Mahmoud. And we left. Never would have known until three days later. What happened, Ben, that we got to interact with this man again? Yeah, this is this is the part that, that stands out to me because the, the just the way that God used us 
and the way that Mahmoud was was touched was just it it, it, it truly melts my heart. So uh, we we came back with a, a few other individuals. Um, there was one a lady in particular that wanted to come back because she really uh, felt the presence there. So she wanted to come back, and uh, so we were just kind of and um, I was just hanging out with Mahmoud, and uh, I just asked him. I was like. I, I know you're I know you're a Muslim. I know I know that you 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 follow Islam. Um, but uh, is there do you have peace? Do you have peace? Because there is no peace in, in, in Islam. There's there's it's it's not a it's not a, a religion of, um, that's rooted in love. And and of course his answer was no, no, I, I don't have peace. And I was like, would you mind if I if I just prayed peace over you? There's so, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, um, so I, I just start praying over him. And I just, just asking God and thanking God for just loving on him and just that he's his beloved and just to touch his heart and let him know how much that he is loved and how, how precious he is and that um, God's never taken his eye off of him. He's never been disappointed. He's never been upset or mad at him. And, um, and most like normal, I I'd normally close my eyes and just kind of just let the spirit just flow. And uh, I opened up my eyes and, and this Muslim man got touched by Jesus and, and was crying uh, right there up against up against that rock. What's funny is he was he was sitting, he was leaning on a rock as the rock was touching his heart. And it was just it was unbelievable. It was amazing. There we go. Yeah, I'm stuck back. <laughs> Of course, there's you in the ball cap there and our buddy John Wayne praying with his back to us. And, uh, you know, I was standing back, so I wasn't involved in this. That's why I wanted to have you on this, because I love your perspective. And then so you pray for this man. He gets touched by the, the living spirit of God, experiences Amen. peace in a way he's never known. This big, strong Muslim man starts crying in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And then I was able to tie in with him after that. And asked him about, you know, that pain thing we prayed for the other day that was at a 10 in his, you know, his torso, his abdomen. It was kind of personal what he got into. And he's like, no, I have had no pain for three days. Because it was like three days later, we miraculously were able to get back. We weren't supposed to ever go back to this place. But just through a situation that opened up, we had some free time. And you and I said, hey, let's go back and see if we can find Mahmoud. And uh, the Lord opened doors and people knew his number and it was crazy. So we're yeah. back there and the guy's like, I have had no pain for three days. Here's the key for me is that I was able to say to him, I'm like, man, that's Jesus. He's alive. You know, you guys, Muslims, you say he's a, a, a prophet, a, but a dead prophet can't heal you. He's alive. This is real. And he's touching your body right now. Then you come in, Ben, and you pray for him. He gets touched by the Holy Spirit. And uh, do you know that that's real? That's really going on right now. So, Jared, when that came up on my feed today, I just thought I would you know, share that to encourage people. If you move in love, yeah. if you just, you just say in your head, you just say, Lord, you love that person. What do you have for them? The Lord will, sh will avail you of information. He'll... He'll bring things to your understanding that you couldn't have known and people get touched and people get healed. And that, that's what happened. Then we had another one, right? We're leaving. We're going to get a cab. Oh, yeah, the, the taxi way? driver. <laughs> we'll find the picture of the cabbie. Go ahead. What do you remember about this guy? 
This was uh, our cabbie. There's <laughs> in the corner right there. That's me. What do you remember about that dude? Uh, well, I think uh, I didn't, I wasn't involved that much, um, but I know that he was telling us all about his son. He was like a musician, and um, I, I do remember that. Um, uh, I think it was you that asked him if he needed prayer, and he, he said something about his tooth. So you started yeah. praying for his tooth. He had like toothache or toothache or something, and uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I got by the time we got to the, the the back to the hotel, which wasn't that far, it was completely healed. It was uh, it was absolutely absolutely amazing. But to go real quick to go back to Mahmoud, um, yeah, as yeah. we were leaving, of course, a lot of times when 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 people get touched by the living God and get touched by tangible real love, it, there's a process that's going on. They have to process it because it's it's nothing that they've ever, ever experienced or even think is possible. So I, I distinctly remember telling Mahmoud that, that Jesus was going to visit him that night and was going to completely reveal himself. So I, there is no doubt in my mind that Mahmoud got totally rocked that night. And um, I can't wait to see him yeah, on the other yeah. side and see, oh, yeah. see what happened. <laughs> Look for Mahmoud in one of the gardens of Gethsemane. Yeah, right. Like, hey, are you Mahmoud? And they'll, he'll be like, "What?" And you can say, "Yeah, I heard about you. Jesus, Jesus healed you, right?" Just go for it. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Uh, hey awesome. guys, quick question. You mentioned the healing of the tooth. <laughs> I know because I know you guys, and I loved you guys. You've had you have several other testimonies of teeth being healed can you please share that <laughs> you got to tell that story dude all right so uh, so to just kind of just kind of build my brother up um scott gilbert if anyone has any hurting teeth he he has a gift of of, of teeth through 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 in and through christ of course but so we're in we're in we're in london and um you know, we're doing a conference and really don't have that much interaction during the day so when we would meet back at the hotel late at night of course we're all amped up fired up and we're sharing testimonies and what's going on and uh scott's like hey can i can i pray for you is there anything you need prayer for i'm like well my you know what i, I don't really think about it because i've dealt with it my entire life but my my right eye is never never focused it's never focused. So it's basically, I'm basically blind in my right eye. He's like, all right, so I'll, I'm going to just, I'm going to pray for your eyes be open and, and that, and you're going to have perfect vision. And so he starts praying for my eye. Well, then all of a sudden while he's praying, a jolt electricity goes through my front tooth. Now, this is a tooth that I've had, I've had trauma to back in sports and in, in junior high or high school. I can't remember how long ago, but a long time. Um, so it was basically dead and it had been bothering me up until that point. And I actually had thought, man, probably when I get back, I, I may end up having to have roots now. So this jolt goes through my tooth. I'm like, what the heck? Of course, Scott has no idea what's going on. I'm like, what the heck? What the heck? I go to the bathroom. I'm looking in, looking in the mirror cause it's really discolored. And then I come back and I was like, it's, it, is, is it blue? Is it still blue? What's it look like? And Scott's like, what is going on? I'm like, I think, I think God just healed my tooth. You're praying for my eye and heals my tooth. So I, I, it, and it's healed and I haven't had a problem since. So it resurrected a, a dead tooth. That was our first resurrection. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so what I remember from that buddy is that, yeah, you know, you told me about the eye not focusing, right? 
And uh, so, you know, praying for your eye, you jump up like, ah, ah, and you run in to look in a mirror and like you're looking at your tooth and you say, look at my tooth. Does it look, I don't know, some color. And I'm like, I don't know what color your tooth's supposed to be. And that's where you share this awesome story. So what I love about that testimony is, guys, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to know what to pray for. The Holy Spirit will go to exactly to what he wants to deal with. You can pray for somebody's neck that hurts and the Lord will heal their knee. Or you right. can pray for their knee and he'll heal their, you know, their loss or depression or something in their heart, whatever. All we got to do is just activate and get out there and just be the hands and feet of Jesus to people and Amen. let him show up because that's what he wants. And in, in order for the Holy Spirit to move to do something like that, you got to step out. You have to you have to step out. And, it's, and when you step out, that allows that allows the flow to flow through you and to be and to be a conduit. And you're like the best one I've ever been around. You know, Ben and I met uh, on a ministry team for Lifestyle Christianity and we went all around the world. Ben is an amazing equipper. Uh, we just encourage regular people. We just teach them how to do this. We go out on the street, we go to a coffee shop, we just show them kind of how to pray for people. It's not hard. You just got to love people. And Ben, you're like, honestly, the, the finest I've ever seen. I, I just love watching how the Lord uses you. But when you say you just step out, what does that mean for people watching to you? What does that look like? If people are like, okay, step out. How do I do that? What would you say? Uh, well, first of all, the fear, man, you have to just, you need, you need the fear of God to supersede the fear of man. And, and in order to have that happen, you have to get in the secret place and you have to feed on Jesus. You have to feed your spirit and not the flesh. And, and I'm going to, I'll tell you, I've, I've approached people and, and thought I had a word or, or thought, um, had something prophetic, and, and I would ask them, hey, does this mean anything to you? And it, even though it sounded weird to me, I'm like, well, I, I, I don't know unless I ask. So I'd ask them, and I don't know how many times people have said, uh, no, no, that doesn't mean anything. Like <laughs> a little embarrassing moment. I've, I've asked like, hey, do you have do you have a small boy? that?" And I've had a, like a couple girls like, uh, I don't think so. Why? Well, I got it wrong, but then, but that allows, it opens up a door and they're like, why? And I'm like, well, I'm really doing my best. I'm trying to hear from God. And sometimes it's me, sometimes it's God, but I don't know unless I ask. And, and they'll be like, oh, wow, that's, that's really neat. Then I'll ask, well, do you need prayer for anything? And it's, it's those moments that have been the most amazing. And it all came from what looked like something that was wrong, but it was out of love, but it opened up a door to be able to minister to someone and, and to touch them with the love of God and to show that they're loved. They're not invisible. And you don't know unless you ask. So you just got to just got to ask. That's right. Hey, guys, we've only got like four more minutes left on this. Could you lead us in an activation? to get people who may be watching now or even watching later, because we'll do a watch party in a few hours for this and even over the next couple of days and a couple of watch parties for people. But can you lead us in an activation to get people equipped and empowered 
to be able to do power evangelism? I'm going to let Ben go first. <laughs> I was trying to, I was giving you the nod. <laughs> um, I love it when you pray. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to pray. Um, and, the, and let the spirit do what the spirit does. So, Father God, I just pray that everyone that's that's seeing this right now and that ev everyone that sees this going forward, that you reveal to them, Lord, who their identity is in you and who you are in them. And, Lord, I pray out of that uh, spirit of adoption, that spirit of sonship and that spirit of daughtership, Lord, and, and that that it it stirs up a hunger and thirst for intimacy and for your righteousness and your holiness. And out of that overflow, Lord, is where the gifts can flow freely and where the fear of man just just fades away. So, Lord, I just pray for an increase and a multiplication, Lord, in, in uh, of a hunger to know you and to be more aware of you, Lord, and to get in the secret place and, and to just seek your face, Lord, and to just worship you and praise you. So, Lord, I thank you for an increased multiplication in the gifts, Lord, in the prophetic, Lord, in the miraculous, Lord, in the words of knowledge, words of wisdom. Lord, I thank you for tongues that are coming to people right now, that they just begin to break out in the spirit, speaking in the spirit, praying in the spirit, Lord, as they're overwhelmed. Lord, I pray for a uh, uh, just a release of an interpretation, Lord. And I just thank you and I praise you. And Lord, I thank you for waking up the bride. I thank you for bringing us together. And Lord, I speak, I speak a baptism of love and humility, Lord, to take over everyone right now that is uh, that is listening, Lord, and that is watching, that they just be just filled with love, that love abound in them more and more, and that you would abide in them, and that they would abide in you, Lord. And Lord, I just ask for a spirit of courage, a spirit of boldness. Lord, I pray that everyone gets their roar, and Lord, that they just step out, Lord, and as they step out, that you begin to just flow, increasing their faith, increasing the faith of everyone that they touch. And I just thank you and praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Dude. Sorry. I cannot. <laughs> I got a little carried away. Awesome, right? <laughs> hey, guys, this is what I want to do to encourage anybody and everybody who's watching now or even watching later. Think of someone right now. Just focus on Jesus. You could pray in tongues real quick. Focus on Jesus and ask Jesus to give some a reminder of someone, a, an image of a face or a name real quick. And then right when you get that person's image in your mind that, you know, their name or whatever, then text them or call them or send them a message, a prophet. We release that. Hey, guys, this is another episode of Adventures in Prophecy. I've got my special guests, Ben Kirk and Scott Gilbert, my friends who God is using in power, who've got amazing testimonies, guys. They are confident ones. And I think that they agree with me that this is all about intimacy with yeah. Jesus. You can have intimacy with Jesus. This revival, this awakening that is taking place right now is calling people to the presence, calling people to the person of Jesus, yeah. where it's no longer about just pray this prayer and you're saved. It's about getting heaven into you yes. and you taking heaven with you everywhere you go. 
Everyone. in the name of Jesus and you're being Jesus to people, you're loving him and you're loving people, letting Jesus love people through you. That's what it's about. This is Adventures in Prophecy. Again, feel free to get your book, The Spirit Empowered Journal, available on Amazon.com. Or if you're uh, international, go to your local Amazon store online. The Spirit Empowered Journal is going to bless your life. Scott and Ben, do you have one last word to say or encourage our viewers who are watching now or later? Just want to encourage you guys. You can do this. Just go love people. And don't worry about it. Just if you just if you're if your motivation is to move in love, it's not about you, then, you know, really easy right now. People are nervous. It's kind of a scared time in this world. If you just say to people, hey, you know what? God loves you so much. Can I just pray a blessing on you? I have not been told no by anybody. And then you can roll into whatever the Lord gives you. But um, that's a really simple intro. Hey, the Lord loves you so much. Can I just pray a blessing on you? You don't have to get near him. You don't have to touch him. You can stay your six feet. But uh, it's everybody's hungry. So let's not miss this. Let's not squander this opportunity. A lot of us can't go to church on Sunday. Go be the church. It's possible. Amen. Yeah. Amen. How about you, Ben? One final word from Ben Kirk. One final word. <laughs> um, you you got to feed. You have to feed. You got to feed on Jesus. Stay at his feet. You got your first ministry, first and foremost, and don't ever forget this, has got to be to the heart of Jesus. Yeah. Everything else flows out of that. Come on, dude. Hey, guys, this was a great episode of Adventures in Prophecy. We're going to be doing more of these. We're going to, you know, tonight was just kind of like a last minute thing that Scott and I were like, let's just do this. Let's just share God's love, you know. Uh, hey, don't forget to plug into your local church tomorrow online or even a drive-in movie theater. However it is that they're they're doing the worship services, stay at the feet of Jesus. You could do this. You could be empowered by the wonderful Holy Spirit, you know, and we're going to be doing more of these uh, in the days ahead with other special guests activating people in prophecy and power evangelism, but first and foremost, into intimacy with Jesus. That's who it is all about. Thank you for being part of Adventures in Prophecy. Thanks, Brad. Love you guys. Football is back, and this Raven season, there are huge prizes to be won at Safeway. Enter Safeway's Flock In and Win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or autographed Ravens merchandise. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at SafewayFlockInAndWin.com. Safeway makes sure Ravens fans have all of their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Safeway, the official supermarket of the Baltimore Ravens.